Hi, it's Mickey Dolans here. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto. So I was looking at your title to this episode. Um, and yeah, I, I do remember the show, Different Strokes. That is a good show, so that's pretty cool. Um, and Atari, I guess, has had been a... Uh, video game developers so that's pretty interesting um what do you think of when it comes to um like nfts the non-fungible tokens and stuff like that um for musicians and artists and things anyway um good to hear you podcasting again wow this is so cool jessica i believe this is the first time that you have Left a voice message for the podcast. Thank you for listening. Holy cow. This is so cool. I encourage anyone out there who happens to listen to this podcast to to participate. I, I see that there are analytics. I see that, you know, there are areas where people are listening to this. And it blows my mind that people are listening to this. This is just incredible. Thank you, Jessica. For, where are you? How did you come across the podcast? I got so many questions for you. How did you come across the podcast? Where do you live? Um, um, you know, have there been podcasts in the past episodes that I've done where you thought about wanting to leave a message, but you held off on it? I've got so many questions. So right now, though, I'll answer yours. First of all, Atari 2600, that was a game console. That was one of the earliest game consoles that came out before Nintendo. Um... There was one before that. Uh, I'm not sure what the name of it was, but it had, like, just dials. You know, the controllers were basically just a dial, a wheel, a little little wheel. Um, probably about, I don't know, three inches wide or something. And you go left to right. You go up, or up and down, I guess. There's a game called Pong, where you just kind of moved this little there's like a little dot that would boop 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 bounce across the screen and you had like a line it was just a line um that you that would go up and down and try to block the ball it was kind of like tennis well pong i guess that makes sense ping pong digital digital ping pong so to speak pixelated ping pong pixel pong and uh, Different Strokes was an old show. Old show. Gary Coleman. I don't know if you've heard about Gary Coleman. One of his greatest lines was, What you talk about, Willis? It's about these, these two little black brothers who grew up. I think they were adopted by Mr. Drummond. He was like this... this um, Millionaire. It's it. If you kind of think of like Fresh Prince Bel Air of Bel Air before that, I can see where maybe they were influenced by this. Uh, but these uh, these guys were just great, man. They, it was such a fun show. And then and then these those characters would have crossovers with other shows that were produced by the same producers. It was such a cool thing. Like when you look back through the history of how crossovers happened with TV shows, long before the Marvel Universe. A lot of folks are are astonished that like, whoa, you know, this is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm astonished it it didn't happen a lot more before. It happened with the TV shows. Um, but you wouldn't really see it happen with movies. So I guess the Marvel 
universe is probably one of the first to do that. NFT. You know, it's so interesting. And of course you brought this up. Uh, I absolutely love synchronicities. And the fact that you you synchronistically happen to ask me about this is I, I just so excited it excites me so much I'm think I, I've I've well I've got two tabs open um wait I might I think I closed the other hold on let's see I've got one tab open now for NFT type stuff and this is called the name of this site is called open sea so that what's showing me on the screen here, it says you need an Ethereum wallet to use OpenSea. There's another one I came across. Rarables? I think that was another one that I came across uh, yesterday. Rarables. So, um, I, I, I am thinking about this. I am still uncertain what really it, it all truly is. I know very, very little about blockchain type stuff. Um... It's just, it's fascinating to me to think that this whole other currency can coexist alongside of the the other currency that's going on out there, the Federal Reserve um, type stuff. I just love it. I, I love it. It's like, it, it's like if you got together with a bunch of your neighborhood friends and decided to start trading seashells for, um, you know, using seashells as payment. I'm going, okay, you know, this is what we're, this is what we're putting value in. Five seashells, I pay you five seashells, you mow my lawn. Um, you pay me, uh, you know, three seashells, I bake you cookies. <laughs> it's fascinating. NFT, non-fungible token. Fungible is the key word here that really makes me laugh. Because it reminds me of fungus, of course. Non-fungible so it's like a non-fungus, <laughs> non-fungus token, fungible. I don't know much about NFTs, but I really would love. I'm looking into it. Now I got to get a wallet if I want to join this Open Sea thing. And the reason why I researched Open Sea is because my my buddy was telling me about the NFT stuff, and uh, I am an artist. I'm a musician. And I figure, why, why the heck not try this? Let's just see what happens. Are you into the NFT stuff? What do you know about it? <laughs> I, I know that sounded the way that I asked it. But what, what, not like, oh, yeah, what do you know about it? <laughs> but, but, I, but I'm curious, what, what, what have you researched? Um, what's your knowledge concerning this? I know Google searches can just be the easiest thing, but I like to hear it from people who are also uh, out there and experimenting, experiencing it, exploring it. NFT, baby. It's a new new sensation. So weep in the nation. Non-fungible. So someone is somehow holding this all together. I was looking this up. A guy named like Valcor or something. Some guy invented this whole idea. Isn't that amazing? So, like, someone came up with the idea. Said, "Okay, let's 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 invent some sort of currency system that is just kind of 
um, out there, and where is it? Who's holding on to it? Who's watching it? Who's monitoring it? <laughs> who's who's aware of this stuff? I mean, it's like, are there actual human eyes looking at these things? Like, I hear about a black chain. There's a chain of, like, you're a part of this code or something. I don't know. I need to look deeper into it. I, I have not had a very good track record through the years of being very, uh, that's what I'm thinking of, mathematically oriented, technologically oriented, been more just raw, artistic type of materials kind of oriented. This is a brand new realm. It took me a while to get... I'm used to drawing with pen and paper, pencil, uh, marker. The other day, actually, I went live on TikTok for the first time doing uh, drawing. I wanted to teach the people who don't know how to draw. I wanted to teach them how to draw. And uh, so I drew a bunch of eyeballs, a bunch of noses, mouths, ears, noses, um, hairstyles, shapes of shapes of heads. And then I just kind of started placing things together, kind of Frankensteining together these faces with, with the intention of, you know, if anyone else is watching at home, just pick up your pen or paper, uh, pen or pencil, get your paper, you know, and just make, draw something. Uh, boy, wow. See, you're, as I'm talking, I'm simultaneously thinking this is just such a, a sign from the universe that I've got, I've absolutely just got to get into this now. It's been on my brain. I've been thinking about it. You are like a herald, an angelic herald. Uh, much like what Sur Silver Surfer is known as like the sentinel of space or something. He's a herald, H-E-R-A-L-D. So thank you. Well, first of all, for letting me, you know, asking me this question. And then, second of all, for listening to the podcast. Thank you. I'm going to go listen to your podcast now. Thank you, Jessica. Hey, yeah, I'd love for you to interview me. That's awesome. I bet on the interview it's going to be some synchronistic stuff. Synchronostic? I don't even know sometimes. Sometimes I have words in my mind that I've never learned before. And things that I can say that I'm just guessing, but people are like, yeah, that's exactly right. Now, how did you... Even my ex told me she was go. She was like, I was trying to help her put up a TV on the wall, like wall mount. And it was this light TV. It couldn't have been more than five pounds. So I didn't even find the studs. I just drilled it right into the sheetrock, right? And I knew she didn't want me to do that, but she caught me and she, she's yelling at me and she's like, how can you be this person that like understands all the universe and everything, but you can't understand that I didn't want you to do, you know, I was just laughing about it, but now I'm thinking about it. Even she knows that I know shit without knowing shit somehow. Anyway, um, hit me up on this or just, uh, find me on Instagram tumultuous 26. Thank you. Wow. You guys, um, who you just heard there. Was Dimitri, aka Tumultuous. And if I haven't said this before, uh, I met him on TikTok. He, he had an account called Tumultuous Entropy, and I don't know how he did it. He had 
hundreds of thousands of followers and then due to whatever I, I would love to know the reasons behind why TikTok takes down particular things but they leave up particular things and you're like hmm you can't help but wonder what are what are your alliances you know you, you wonder with TikTok like okay who 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 are you siding with here like who what what's going on um he's he's constantly just helping us to dig further look beyond what's here in front of us the illusions get behind the curtain get closer to source and um i definitely believe oh yeah so his first account was uh terminated you never really know you can have one person out there who's offended about the fact that you're questioning the existence of life and because that offends their political beliefs or personal opinions then they'll you know like with anything they'll they'll report you or say this was offensive or um they'll just take you down and it's it's crazy to think that there are such uh, low-hanging fruit these limited minds that are uh trying to sweep the leg as it were uh just to just to retain their their own limited sense of life perspective <laughs> uh, tumultuous is completely absent he's constantly trying to get us to question showing us things about telepathy remote viewing uh, all, all kinds of all kinds of great stuff and I definitely believe that um, when when we talk we will definitely unlock lots of synchronicities synchronicities so on and so forth. Just imagine how many words were invented by Shakespeare that we use to this day. Uh, so we're we're all we're all allowed to invent words that no one else understands. That's like magic. That's like abracadabra. Imagine imagine the the magicians out there who first started saying abracadabra, and people are like, "What the hell? What's going on?" And they don't they don't realize that. That's the magic word that's going to make the elephant disappear or make something, you know, appear out of nowhere or what have you. So uh, I definitely believe that there's going to be lots of intriguing connections going on. Uh, I like to treat my interviews, and I'm putting that in quotes, I like to treat them as if they are um, just conversations, you know. You just never know which direction things might go in with the interviews that I have. I'm very interested in the creation process. Oh, yeah, I told you all that stuff. But I got to point something out to you folks who are listening is there were a quite a series of synchronicities, synchronicities on um, TikTok that Tumultuous noticed with my videos. They happened to link right up synchronized directly with videos that I had not even seen of his is before I even realized he existed and my my videos I was just putting stuff up and it was linking in directly to stuff that he had just talked about or that he was thinking about just fascinating and um, just fascinating so yes I will connect with you soon tumultuous and we shall uh, open up a portal in the universe with our conversation 
coming up next is uh, I spent some time out at my friend's house over the weekend, and I forgot it was Easter. I'm like, holy cow, it's Easter. Hung out with them out in Ojai, which is just such a, a, oh man, you could go out there, you smell the nature. You smell real nature out there. I forgot what that was like. Living in Los Angeles, you know, that's one of the things people kind of, that's one of the big jokes, you know, like when people move here, they first notice the smog. There's a smog cloud hanging up um, that people are like, hey, what's that all about? I've never seen that before. And uh, so being up in Ojai, which is just a very spiritual area up there, it's this place where lots of musicians and actors, they moved because it's, it's, it's quiet, it's out of the way, it's serene, it's sort of hidden. Just a great vibe out there. I, I came across so many synchronicities, which I'll get to later on in this podcast, but what you're about to hear next is uh, a, couple of a, a couple of stories, um, one from my buddy Mark about something that he saw up in the sky. And then you'll hear his brother, Eric, telling his version of the same story. So, that's coming up next. Wait, how late at night was it? This wasn't at night, it was in the morning. Oh, As what time in the morning? Like about, I'd uh, say, uh, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock, 8 or 9 o'clock. Mm. Well, and then you and your was, brother were driving down this exact street. Yeah, well, the street one, though, was like, my brother, Eric and I seemed to be the only people that were really observing it along the, the freeway. It was almost like everybody else was just Like, you were the only two who yeah, actually saw... Yeah, check that out. Like, that what recently just happened. Whoa, a Scientology building yeah. we passed by. Right as we're talking about okay. this stuff. Jesus. Yeah. I actually sometimes think about like going across the freeway over there, getting like a potato, like getting a, uh, a water balloon launcher, and uh, just shooting water balloons at Scientology. No, like. I wanted to do something even more hideous. I wanted right. to shoot a bunch of like psilocybin spores. Oh. Um, figure out, a, but I'm, I'm so they just climb all over the building, so it becomes one big magic mushroom. Well, uh, I'll tell you, like, and this is horrible. I, I, I don't. I would never be able to figure this out. I, and I say that officially. I'll never be able to figure this out. I, I, that's my Orwellian claim. Officially. I will never be able to figure this out. Right. Um, Orwellian claim. Two plus um, two equals four. Hypothetically speaking, you could create uh, these uh, clay balls. Now what happens is well, as soon as they shoot off, they land on something and just break apart. Like, like say, uh, you know, dirt clocks and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Shoot them across the freeway and everything. They should fly, across, <laughs> fly far enough at least about half a football field. Uh, half, a football, half a football field is across the freeway. Um, such as this one. So. Uh, 150 feet? Yeah, it's 150 feet across the freeway. I believe. So dirt, what about dirt balls with cabbage seeds? I hear cabbages grow fast. Cabbage Do you imagine the building the, the one I'm <laughs> just grown with cabbages? The oh one my I'm god, thinking, I agree. What I'm thinking about is psilocybin. Right. Psilocybin yeah. mushrooms. So and getting the trick is to find a, a form of psilocybin out there somewhere in the world that would thrive here, stay in the sniping. Yeah. Um, find those kind of mushrooms that would stick to the building? Well, not just the building, but 
world, there's three other places like this oh, around the world. The building over here with the Asian top on it. What, what I don't know if you can see it because it's nighttime. The artist building. Uh, these uh, are right no, there. But, no, no, no. It's uh, we just passed it. Before, are you sure? That's Patagonia. Oh, so there's there's. That, that's just Patagonia. So we're pointing out. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you could see. It from here. So then, what would be the what would be the Sorry. the what would be the the um the what's what I'm thinking of the. Um, End game, so to speak, like to see to see it grown, like how fast do you think it would grow? Um, like how little, big would you like to see it? It would literally be invisible. It would just start popping up around all over the place. By the time it would start growing, it would be too late because it would be completely infested with all over the area. The trick is to be able to find the exact site. There's so much of a of a diverse kind of uh, everything. Okay with the uh, everything? Okay. Everything okay? I keep hearing the. Oh, I was slowing down around the turns. Oh, I see. I can. Slow in, slow in, slow in. Down the turn, I'm going. Okay, okay. we had a lot of coffee. Plus, I'm super high and I have a lot of coffee in here. Oh. So, cut that hyperactivity. Okay, uh, going back to what we were talking about. Well, I also really want to hear your UFO sighting that you saw with your brother. Yeah. So we oh, also yeah, got yeah. to hear that story too. Oh well, anyway, we went back to we went back to go and see it up close. It was gone, hypothesizing that it could have possibly been a blimp. We went right up to the beach store where it was, expecting to see a blimp in the air. It wasn't. So then we checked in to see if any blimp had been reported coming into the area that day. Oh. No blimp had been reported oh. coming into the area that day. So what we saw was a Oh, how close was? Um, would you say? It was on the It was probably on the beach. It was probably hovering directly. But you saw you. It started here, though. You say right? It was. Well, it was just. It was stationed in one spot over the water, basically. Oh, so you saw it from here, is what you're saying? And it wasn't here. It was back there where where I was mentioning that when we were on the freeway. And it's dark everywhere, so we can't really see what's going on. Like right now, we're driving up the 33 freeway. Okay. This, is, this over here is like oil, right? like over those mountains over there, um, Shell owns that. Uh, so this is all oil land that we're driving through. So I this Shell Road. So this thing that you guys saw was just frozen up. I mean, it was in one spot basically. Yeah, I also think it was painted in the air somewhere too. But, and, uh, and then out here we get lights in the sky. And so the idea was that you were going, you and your brother were going to actually try to go to wherever it was at, so you oh, yeah. get a better look, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you and you drove and you drove, but by the time you got to where it was, it was gone. Did did it seem to get closer to you, the, as you were driving more in its direction? Uh, did it feel like you were making like progress towards it, yes. so to speak? Yes, it felt like I was making progress. The turn was gone. Whoa. Is that the only time you saw something like that out here? Uh, no, I've, I've seen a ton of different. I've seen that. I saw a UFO. Oh my! Tara, Tara seen the UFO. That was the first Whoa. time. Whoa! And where where was that at? Um, I was working at the Rolf World. Um, it was. Uh, I could probably show you tomorrow. It's off of uh, a road, a street called Bryant Circle. Um, Bryant Street, and Bryant Circle, and we we walked out, and we, she was showing me where the mail is to send a letter off at the end of the parkway there and we looked up and there were other, there was like maybe two other people like dotted on the street that was looking up too and I looked up and there was this cigar shaped it, but, but it wasn't like brown or anything like a cigar it was like a like a gunmetal gray color if I remember correctly and it was just 
wide did it or long or whatever did it seem to you? Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Did it seem like it was like the length of a house? Um. And then how, like... No sound. How far up above your head would you say? Oh, my God. It wasn't really above your guys' head. It was more up against the knob, wasn't it? It, was, it, was, it wasn't directly above us. It was... It wasn't directly up against the mountains, either. It was, like, in between where our storefront is to the mountain. Like, but... So it was just there. How long? It was probably about two. great confirmation. And I was like, holy shit. What a great confirmation. Yeah, He's like, dude, this thing flew over the house. Mm-hmm. Someone took a picture of it and posted it on oh. Facebook a long time ago, but oh. I can, don't remember who. Or, oh. And I haven't been able to oh my gosh. Yeah, I was just, it was like one of those blurry because it was way up in the air, but you can see it. it was like, oh man, yeah. it's so exciting. It was crazy. I, that's the first time I've ever seen Did it. Did you feel familiarity with it? Sometimes people, when they see uh, see, see them, they, no, they feel like a kinship. It's like more of like an exciting of like, what is it? How long would you say that you uh, had been looking at it before you took your eyes away? We were probably out there for a good five minutes before the oh boss my came gosh. out and told us to come back in. And oh we're like, my did you see that? And he's like, yeah, yeah, come back in so I can back Dude, isn't that there. crazy? Like, that, like, that, that, like, someone in a corporate position like that cannot put their corporate personality aside to actually just be just a human a and be yeah. enthralled with this paranormal How happening. How does that happen? I mean, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, come inside. Who cares? It's an identified friend. Some sort of a Munchauser complex, like a little man complex. He's just kind of weird. And whenever I would be around, because I don't really consider myself to be a tall person. He makes me feel like Alberto. It was really weird. It's the kind of like vibe I get. He's just kind of a macho butt, you know, unfortunately. Uh, You know, just kind of, and constantly trying to prove himself. That's what I mean by butt. I saw a tall white over here one time. (gasps) Are you serious? Right there. A tall white? Dude, I just shivered when you said that. Yeah. You actually saw a tall white. I was coming back. Yeah, I was coming back on. A, it was. It was crazy too because I, I looked at it. The, the, kid, <gasps> it, the kid in my back seat also saw it. It was oh. strange because he was just like kind of like just looking on his face. Oh my like, god! What was that? And, Whoa! And I looked over and um, it was funny because like he was in a. Uh, it, it was just. It was on the side of a road. What the heck? It just kind of. In the daytime or night? Daytime. And I saw it. I looked directly at it. Oh. And it looked at me and it was like kind of like, it had this look on its face of like, huh, I wasn't expecting that you would see me. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> did you, did you? Just kept driving. What did you? I just kept driving. What kind of vibe did you get when you saw that? I was afraid. I was very, 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 very afraid. Like, like it might come running moment. after you? No, I was just like, I didn't want to let it, I didn't want it to know where I was. I wanted to like just leave me alone. So, well, there's yeah. the hiking trail down that street right there. We're almost to the house. How did how did how did how did you know it was a tall white? Uh, it, was, 
What were the indicators? How did I know? It was, it was, well, it looked like a gray, but it was very tall. It was like about six feet tall. It was, uh, it had white skin, giant eyes, and oh. it was in a silver uh, one-piece suit. Oh basically. my gosh, this is incredible. You know, I recently saw this documentary with uh, Charles... Charles, um, and it's it's uh, Charles Charles, and and it's and it's with it's called Walking with the Tall Whites, and yeah. it's about when he was at the Nellis Air Force Base, and his job, they gave him the job of checking the weather, so he would go to these. Um, have you heard of Range Range Four Harry? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, he's the guy that uh, Charles. Um, oh, Charles, can't remember his last name. He was stationed out there in Nellis Air Force Base, and um, he would have to go to these different ranges. There were like five of them, and um, so the guy who was showing him around, he'd take he let he. They were just making up the weather, but they had. I, it's like they didn't have any official, I guess, devices or whatever, for or whatever reason they were just sort of his buddy's telling him he's like oh yeah yeah and that's all you do and he's like okay it looks like it's like this kind of weather here and all right and he just fill out the paperwork and now we go to the next range and so they eventually are getting uh, you know they go to a couple of ranges and the guy's like okay i think that's enough for today and and then so Ch charles learns from his you know his, his superior officer he's like dude why why didn't you <laughs> he's like dude uh dude why didn't you go to the other ranges and you know make sure that make sure that your this guy takes you to these other ranges so so charles talks to the guy the next day he's like oh yeah you know officer says that you're supposed to take me to these other ranges and the guy's like um and uh and charles is like yeah and i also heard some rumors about some something called range for harry they say it's like a tall horse and it runs around and the guy's like uh that's that's not real that's that's not true but when it comes time for the day for them to go to range four, the guy starts getting very terrified and he's driving slower and slower as they get closer to the place. And he's like, uh, okay, if you say anything out there, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to leave. He's does, like, does he have any reason? Does he know? Does he have any uh, yeah. visual memory of why he's afraid of range four? Well, yeah. Cause the guy has, has, had seen, had seen it, you know, and he was, and he was trying to play it off. Like it was a myth. Like it was, you know, oh, that's just some story these guys make up. And, um, but, but it's just a really good documentary because Range 4 Harry is this tall whites. That's where, that's where this Charles guy heard about tall whites. And it's just fascinating. I have a theory of where they're coming from. Where? Um, the uh, upper atmosphere. Ah. I think they're, I think they're uh, uh, parallel dimensionals. Oh. Somewhere. It's interesting. Um, I think they're basically living um, in a uh, electric magnetic, uh, basically some a different sort of electric magnetic. Uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, variant. So I'm like a, a, a different frequency. Oh. Imagine. Oh, the air is so crisp up here. Right? Holy cow. Yeah, wait until. Oops. What's interesting? Yes. 
took Kufo off of it. Zelda. Oh, you get to meet Zelda. That's so awesome. Zelda. Hey, we brought... Hi. Hello there. Hi, Hi there, Who little creature. So how, how far away did it seem like the, the, the blimp was from you guys, from where you saw it? Like maybe... Let's see. What was it? I probably like 100 feet or so. That close? Yeah. Hmm. And so yeah. when you yeah. saw it, um, did you feel any sort of familiarity with it? Or like, like ooh, I, you know, that, I recognize that. Or did it just seem completely foreign to you? It seemed like kind of foreign to me because it just seemed like okay. this gray blimp okay, that was in a circle. And so, good girl. I mean, was it like a like a tic tac shape, or I mean, or you know, oval like an actual blimp? It, it, um, um, it was oval like an actual blimp. It wasn't like a like a tic tac. Gotcha, um, gotcha. It was actually like a circular. Um, thing kind of like balloon boy <laughs> thing. Did, now were there yeah. were there lights on it? No, no. They, it just looked gray. So it was just gray. Was it shiny at all? No. So it was no. just like just just gray. Yeah. Did it did it look like there were any windows or anything? Or? No. So. So you guys, so he was saying, okay, you drove, you tried to drive to where it was at, right? Yeah. And then how long do you feel that you drove? Like, did you keep your eyes on this thing as you're, as you're driving towards it or? Kind of, we, we drove, we were on the road going, um, uh, going to my house, coming back from band practice and there was this blimp on this, on the side. And and it was hovering over the ocean, too. But more like the shore by the shoreline there. Yeah, yes. And so you guys kept driving and driving, and you and you tried to get close to this thing. Well, Mark tried to drive back the um, uh, um, uh, the other way. And we couldn't find it. Whoa. So it was just there and it... Wow. Have you seen anything since? Have you... No. It, no? Never. Wow. Never. He's telling me, too, that somewhere over there, he, he drove past, he saw a tall white... Have you seen any, what, any creatures? Remember the, remember the thing I told you I saw like when we were driving back from practice, and I saw it. Swerve Jefferson said he saw something. Um, and then when later on when I got back home, and you came back here, and I was at the house on on all of, I was sleeping in the living room, um, and. Uh, I woke up and uh, two things happened. It was really crazy. Like there was this thing that was that was about this big, um, and it was walking through the fucking 
like I, the, the 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 living room was basically so kind of like this hatch of the kitchen, and I was broken up with the girl that I was living with, and so she was sleeping in the bedroom, I was sleeping with the other gentleman, I was sleeping in the uh, in the living room, a futon, and uh, he comes in and uh, oh sorry, so I wake up like something doesn't feel right. I wake up and there's this blue sort of light everywhere, but it's just like you know like sort of a cosmic blue. And it's literally, that's the name of the color. If you go online and look up Cosmic Blue, it's... Where was the light coming from? Everywhere. It's everywhere. It's just sort of the light illuminating from outside, but for whatever reason, when, when this sort of time happens, it's, it's almost as though... It's like communion, the book or something. Yeah, sort of like... <laughs> you know? It is like... Yeah. It, well, that's like what communion it's, or something. That's yeah. who they are. So... That's what they are. It's just—it's exactly what 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 Stuart talks about. He he is very aligned with the, the with the sort of the the, the the Killian sort of aspect about the entire thing. Um, wow. But anyway, so um, I get home and there's this thing moving across the kitchen floor, and I roll out of bed and my automatic reaction is is to pick something up and like the as a weapon, I have a weapon and I'm like. Roll out of and bed. all this blue light is around you? Blue light's around everything. There's this thing that looks like smoke walking through. That's just made of smoke, and it's just a mass. It's moving. Like a smoke, smoky mass <laughs> creature? Yeah. Just kind of... It's like, it's, yeah, it's like if you take a bunch of weed below it, and then it just kind of moves by itself. Are you keeping it in the That's what this thing looked yeah. like. But it looked like a body, like an entity of some sort. Wow. And it was just kind of Did it look like out. it was walking or yeah, mostly and, floating? And, or? And, then, and, then I came, and then I woke up. I was waking up and the thing started moving towards me. And I was like, uh-uh, bitch. And I picked something up. <laughs> uh-uh, rolled out of, bitch. Rolled out of bed and I was just like, what? Unsheath this thing. This is crazy. And I'm looking at this thing realizing I'm Do looking at it. Do you guys want any water? Oh, yes, please. I realize I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this entity. I have no oh, fucking what idea that? what it is, and I'm just, for me, it's just like years and years and years of being separated by what I perceive to be ghosts or whatever I was experiencing when I was a kid. The sort of phantoms that I was afraid of. Um, so how long did this, this, this experience happen, do you think? Well, this was just the exact same night. Oh, anyway, this is, this, there's, a, there's, a, there's a crescendo to this. And so anyway, I go out of bed, I see this thing. And, and it's coming towards me, then, and as I'm rolling towards it, it backs up a little bit, and then it just sort of fades. Oh, it was almost as though it sort of dissipates and moves outside of the house. How tall? How t- about, It's crazy. How that, tall was it? That tall. It was that tall? I, I was on a futon deck, too. So it's about this tall. What the hell? And, and uh, How close was it to you? Uh, like, that's where you are? This, this is where no I'm, way. The smoke creature was, like, there, that of, tall. And then it came towards me, and it stopped, and then it moved over here, and then... And then it moved back, and then it went out towards out, out of the house. What? Out, out, out. You, yeah. You then, saw it back up and get out of there? Yeah, it went out of the house. And then as soon as it went out of the house, this light uh, started moving around the entire house. What kind of light? From, from the outside? Yeah, from the outside. I thought it might have been a car light, but there's no way it was oh, yeah. a car light because of the type of light. Like as if it were, like, like, like as if there were lights... Uh, like someone out there looking through the windows, so to speak, like no, well, like was, a, you'd it was see the in wrong kind of light because it was pure white light. It was fifty five Kelvin light. It was it was the light temperature was wrong. It wasn't like normal. It wasn't like a normal. Oh headlight. wow! Thank you. Like it's either sixty. You either got like six. So it's like someone had a color filter on it or something. No, 
It's either like six, it's like a six thousand. It's like six thousand Kelvin is usually what you get with like oh, white light. But this mm -hmm. is perfect white light. Going perfectly white light. How long did that happen? It was like um, it was like about fifteen seconds. It scared the shit out of me. Let's see. And then it just disappeared. Yeah, um, it just disappeared. Hey, I'm sorry. Oh, thank you. I knocked on the bedroom door of my ex-girlfriend. What room. the heck? Asked her if I could stay in that. And then at night she let me. It was strange to me. a really disturbing relationship. We were broken up, but at the same time, she, um, she wanted to get back together with me, but she wanted me to marry her, and I was like, I'm not gonna fucking marry you. <laughs> okay, but did you did you did you go did you go outside or anything to see like what might have been out there? Um, no, I was too terrified. Did you did you did you call any cops or or, or like was, I, talk to? I knew exactly what it was. I knew exactly what it was. There was some shit I didn't want to fuck with. <laughs> wow, that is nuts. Okay. All right. Before I play for you a very interesting experimental song that Mark, um, his uh, his. He's got this electronic device that, that makes music beats on it and whatnot. It's got a short in the chord, apparently, and so it's like making sounds. And I said, ooh, turn it on, turn it on. Let's see, what, let's see what can be created with that weird sound that's coming out of it. So I recorded that. You'll hear that after I tell you this astounding story of synchronicities that happened while I was out there. Um, okay, so in my TikTok, so you could see, you could see, um, I, I put up a TikTok uh, of their house, and you can see a a statue in there of an alien sitting on the ground, and it's kind of it's got its knees up to its chest, and it's got its arms around its knees. So that's that's the example of 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 something I'm about to talk talk about here with the synchronicity. So while I was hanging out with them, they decided to stop at the market that was in town and while while we were there I saw a a beer there was a beer that was in the refrigerator and the the picture on it was a skeleton and the skeleton was poised in the exact same position as the statue, the, the, the extraterrestrial statue in Mark's house with Tara, Mark and Tara, in their house up on the shelf. There's that statue. And I'm like, this is insane. So I took a picture while I was taking a picture of the, of the, of the, of the beer that had the picture of the skeleton on it, I overhear over my corner like, "Oh, what are you, what are you taking a picture of?" And I said, "Oh, I'm taking a picture of of this, you know, the skeleton. It looks just like that statue that you got in your house." And uh, and I and then I glance over and it's not my friend Mark. I thought it was my friend Mark. It was a different guy. And I'm like, "Oh, I thought you were my buddy Mark." He goes, "I am Mark." I go, wait, hold on. Your name is Mark? He goes, yeah. I go, that is insane. And then I call over 
to Mark, who's across the across the the aisle, and he's over on the other side in the other beer area looking for beer with Tara. And th- and this Mark, I'm like, Mark, this guy's name is Mark too. And he goes, yeah. And then Mark over there was my buddy Mark, M-A-R-C, was wearing a black hat. He's always wearing a black hat. And and he's bald. Now, the Mark standing next to me was also wearing a black hat, except it was like the uh, kind of like hat that you see Jack Kerouac wearing or like the Newsies, like way back in the day. Newspapers. You know what I'm talking about. It's like the brim is like snapped together. Um, I don't think I've ever seen anyone wear that hat where it's unsnapped. Anyway, that's a, that's a side point. But the Mark next to me, he's like, he goes, wow, you're bla- wearing a black hat just like me. And he, and he, and he takes off his hat. He's like, he's like, cheers to you. And then the other Mark takes off his hat. He goes, cheers to you. And then the Mark next to me goes, wow, looks like we went to the same college, Moorhead College, basically saying, cause, cause the Mark next to me was bald too. So he's like, wow. So there are these three commonalities here. It was a synchronicity that led me to take the picture of the beer. And then that synchronicity is what unlocked all of these other synchronicities. And I thought, oh man, oh man, oh man. And, and oh man, oh hi. I keep hearing how um, mystical and magical oh hi is. And that a lot of these, you know, a lot of these people move up there because it's just, you're in nature. You're in the middle of nature. So I was just like, this is amazing. And while we're standing in line paying for the items, I say to the cashier, I said, you know, I've always heard about how magical Ojai is. And I can definitely say today, after experiencing a series of coincidence, uh, a, a series of synchronicities, that Ojai is definitely a spiritual place. And he goes, hey, here, have some beans. And he gives me this huge huge thing of beans. I go, oh, wow. He's like, here you go. I said, that's incredible. And, uh, and it was Easter too. I forgot that it was Easter. It was Easter, you know, it was Easter Sunday. I walk out and then I see a silver beetle parked in the parking lot. And it was really neat. The license plate said N-D-N, Joe, Indian Joe. And I thought, wow, now that's another synchronicity because my buddy Jeff Finn recently sent me a photo that he saw. He lives out in Joshua Tree, another spiritual place, which is interesting because I I spent Halloween out with Mark and Tara near Joshua Tree in that place called Giant Rock, which, by the way, as I'm saying this out loud, I need to, re- I need to uh, release those interviews that I, that I had out there. I mean to do, I keep meaning to do that. And, um, so, Marky, you hungry? Let me get you your food. Let me get you your food. So, it, it was just amazing, because the, because my buddy, my buddy, um, yeah, my buddy Jeff had also seen a silver beetle, except it was a lighter silver, like a silver surfer type of silver beetle, and, um, had that kind of look about it. Cosmic silver, if you will. Um, the one that I saw was more of a, what would you call it? Just a darker silver, you know, like they're like more steampunkish, I guess, rustier. Anyway, that just was just absolutely, absolutely fascinating. So thank you for listening. 
And by the way, if you want to contribute to this podcast, if you want to have your voice heard on here, just like you've heard these wonderful people so far, uh, call the hotline, 561-203-9179, or you can leave a message on there, whatever kind of audio you want. It's a voicemail. So you don't, you don't have to worry about talking to anyone or anything. Just whatever audio you want to contribute to this thing, please, please do. I'll play it on, I'll play it on here. Um, if you're on Anchor, you can send me a message. Or even if you're not on Anchor, you can send me a message. If you go to my podcast page, um, anchor.fm slash projecto, you can leave me a message on there. Just like how um, Jessica and Tumultuous did. Um, leave a message on there. You can send me an MP3 to my email address, which is inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. It's, the, it's spelled the exact same name as this show. And plus, if you want to be my friend on TikTok, I'm also on there, Inspirato Projecto, one word. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And next, a very interesting experimental song. Take care. <laughs> Kurt, this is Richard Wilson from Mad Shelley Films, and we have a message for you. This, this is Mad Shelley Films, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto Radio.